Hey, what is up, everybody? It is Mr. Jeremy England, one of four music teachers here at Ohio Virtual Academy, joining you for episode number 22. And we have, uh, as always, my esteemed co-host, Ms. Daphne Check. How are you today, Daphne? I'm good, although I question the esteemed part. <laughs> well, in, in your own mind, you can be esteemed. Oh, well, And I said okay. it, it's true. <laughs> and... Introducing back to the show for the third time is one of the other music teachers here at OHVA, Mr. Phil Payne. Hello, Mr. Phil. So, do you think do you think that's what they called Dr. Phil before he became a doctor? I think he's always been Dr. Phil. I think he was born <laughs> Dr. Phil. Jeez. Uh, Mr. Payne was introduced to us on episode three of this podcast, and he was also with us on episode 14. I've linked both of those show notes down below. One's the introduction. One is when we all got together to talk about how to teach music online. So go ahead and listen to those in the show notes. But uh, in the midst of talking about that and getting to know Mr. Payne, uh, we found out that he is a percussionist, just like Miss Check is. So there's two against one here. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he's a music teacher, obviously, we have mentioned that. Uh, but one of those little things that we kind of passed by that I've always wanted to revisit and talk to him more about is this side hustle he has, a hobby that's turned into kind of like a, a little small business, and that is Christmas lights. And you're like, oh, what the heck? What do Christmas lights have to do with anything? Well, why are your Christmas lights different, Mr. Payne, than anybody else's Christmas lights in your block? <laughs> well, my Christmas lights are actually programmed to music. They're all programmed to basically dance to the music and move to the beat of the song that I select. Yeah, he puts on a show. It's pretty awesome. In those previous episodes, we've listed uh, a couple of shows that he's put on, and he's only gotten more advanced as he's done this, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This year I went ahead and added what they call RGB lights. And what that means is I can change the color of every single bulb on each strand of lights to whatever color I want it to be, whether it be blue, green, you know, turquoise, uh, pink, whatever I want it to be uh, for a particular song, I can change it to that color. Um, you know, if I want to, you know, I could even do a Valentine's Day light display or an Easter light display, or, you know, I can do, I can do it for any holiday and go with the color themes. So, you know, those RGB lights are pretty cool. Now, a few years ago, uh, I put up lights. I got my house for the first time and I put up some lights and I hated every moment of it. So what I have devolved into is getting one of those spinny lights that project onto my house. It's not the laser ones, but it's just like <laughs> snowflakes. And I'm totally content with putting that out there and then next to that putting like a light-up snowman. What about you, Miss Chuck? Are you a decorator of your house? I mean, I am in, on the inside. I, I don't yep. do a lot outside uh, because I, I I don't like cold. I'm just going to be straight about it. I don't like cold. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely like I like pretty lights. I have a thing for weird lights. I don't know if I've ever discussed this, but like I have a thing for lights that look weird or like lava lamps and, um, you know, fairy lights. Like I've got a 
jar of fairy lights sitting in a jar by me right now that I can plug in whenever I just want weird light. Um, but I don't, I, I, but in terms of Christmas, I just kind of hang lights. I'm nowhere, ne- I, I'm, I don't program or anything like that. <laughs> I just, I just, I just don't. Yeah. It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it seems hard. Yeah. Well, this is why uh, Mr. Payne does this. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't. <laughs> so, Mr. Payne, were you ever like us, just Christmas light haters? Or have you haters? always been interested? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. In... We are haters. We, are, we find the beauty in the simplicity of hanging up a strand of lights. Whereas Mr. Payne <laughs> finds the beauty in the complexity of hanging up the light. We're kind of like, uh, I'll tell you, my, my lights are kind of like 20th century music. They're random and they don't make any sense. Yes. And Mr. Payne is more like classical, where it is all beautifully laid out and there are themes and it's wonderful. So I can appreciate that analogy. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a minimalist light composer <laughs> yeah so I'm okay very Philip Glass so, here so there you go so not <laughs> hater I guess Mr. Payne but what is your how did you get into all of this well a long time ago um probably about 20 a little bit over 20 years ago uh my grandparents were uh decided they wanted to put up Christmas lights. I guess it was partially me, too. I always wanted to put up Christmas lights and whatnot, so my grandparents said, okay, we'll go get some Christmas lights, and you can help us put them up. And, uh, you know, we started putting up uh, inflatables there, and then, you know, in about five to ten years, the inflatable numbers went from, like, five to 50 of them in their yard along with, uh, you know, lights all over their house and, you know, spiral trees and, all you know, all different sorts of stuff. We'd go out the day after Christmas every year and get the big sales and, uh, you know, get stuff for the following year. And, uh, I mean, they still have tons of stuff, you know, packed away in their basement and uh, in their garage and stuff that actually still hasn't been used from past sales and whatnot. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, that's what started me. And then once I got my own house, uh, I started looking into this whole programming of Christmas lights and watching videos and, uh, you know, coming into what I do today, you know, with, uh, you know, over 64 channels of lights and, uh, you know, programming them you know, to do whatever I want them to do at different points in a song. So it was your grandparents that got yeah. you into it, is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing but a family thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? There was a show for a while that was like Christmas light competition, you know, like all the people who were crazy about this stuff, and they had a judge go around and would judge like five different houses. It was bananas. So You used to watch that, didn't you, December. Yeah. Every December, great, great Christmas light fights. They do, uh, you know, they do, uh, yeah, they, they, they don't do just the programming uh, light displays. They do all the big light displays, too. And the crazy thing is, you know, you got to make sure you have a big enough electrical box to do all that because, you know, my, my grandparents have a pretty big electrical box, but there was a couple times where we blew the main breaker to their whole house, oh, everything. Everything went out in their whole house 
because you know because we had so many so many things plugged in now when you <laughs> watch that show though despite the electrical issues when you watch that show do you feel inspired by that oh yeah absolutely absolutely there's uh there's some things that i've uh that i have on the on the back burner for uh years to come it's a uh it's it's it it can be a very expensive hobby and you know you got to make sure you uh, mind your spending when you're getting new things you know you got to put us you got to say okay i'm only going to spend this much money for next year and you know you got to stick with that or you're going to end up you know spending over you know spending thousands of dollars trying to uh <laughs> get what you want <laughs> yeah for sure do you have to budget separately like for your december light bill like your electric bill like, is, oh, it a, electric is it a significant bill? jump up from the rest of the year no no it's not because i only run it uh well number one all of my lights are led lights and then number two you know my lights only run at certain points so once that 10 minute show or you know th- 13 minute show is over it's not going to run again until for another you know until the next half an hour or the next hour on the clock um so you know so you know no it probably only goes up maybe five dollars so putting on a show and keeping environmentally conscious ideas through through your life yes (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) how do you go about choosing the music so you started with how many songs are you up to now oh goodness so so i there have been you know a couple years i've done four songs and a couple i've done three i think i have about a total of about 14 or 15 songs right now that are programmed to different channels numbers of channels um i've tried to up you know i i have upgraded some to fit you know my other numbers of channels as well um but uh yeah but i'm about you know somewhere between somewhere around 14 songs at the moment and uh, though you know how i choose those songs you know usually i you know i get inspiration from the show or i uh you know i go on to youtube and i check out other uh christmas light displays and you know if, it, if it's a pretty cool song you know and uh, then i then i go ahead and I start programming it for my own light display or you know if I'm listening to the radio I might hear you know some inspiration there um but uh you know some people they uh, actually program non-Christmas music to their light display as well I thought about doing that but uh, I don't think I'm going to do that until uh I run out of you know ideas for an actual christmas you know actual good christmas songs to program <laughs> so you're a purist no yeah, no yeah. <laughs> non christmas music in a right. christmas light display yeah 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 at, le- at least not right now at least not right now you know unless you know some some crazy idea pops into my head for a particular song then i might go ahead and program it but uh which it might it might happen you know and uh, you never know but uh right now i'm sticking with all uh christmas songs so, you know, you talk about how you choose music, but, you know, and we're music teachers, we get that. But let's, I want to flip this a little bit because I've always kind of wondered about this. When it, you know, obviously this, this takes a lot of programming and a lot of time. Can you tell us about the technology that you have to use in order to make these shows run and what kind of programs you're using, what kind of hardware or software you might be using? Um, 
how how are you how are you doing all that? What what technology is behind all this? <laughs> so the com- on the computer side of things, it's a program called Lightarama. That's what the software is called. And what you do is you load it, load your song into the Lightarama software, and uh, then uh, you know once you load that in, you can choose whether you want it to be whether you want to program it through what they call a tap editor or a beat editor and as a musician it's much easier for me to do it through the beat editor uh, because what happens is when you put this song into the program it divides it up into a grid and the boxes within each you know within this grid are essentially one beat you know within a measure uh so you know, once you have those boxes there, you can essentially divide them. You know, let me get into some mus- uh, musician terminology here. You can divide each box. You, you can think of each box as a quarter note. All right. And then you can divide that box into, you know, in half, making them eighth notes. Or, you know, then divide those in half, making them sixteenth notes and so forth. Um, it's it's not completely perfect. Uh, some Sometimes, you know, uh, because you know some songs, you know songs aren't going to be you know perfectly recorded, and they're going to you know uh, be a little bit you know a little have little fluctuations in tempo, and it's hard for the program to catch all of that. Um, it's not a music program; it's it's a Christmas light program. Um, you know, so you know you got to kind of uh, work with that a little bit. But uh, you know, I work with that, and then uh, and then the wire, then a wire USB wire basically goes to, out to the Christmas light boxes, uh, which are, they kind of look like electrical boxes. And uh, then a bunch of wires come out of there. Uh, I know about 16 cords come out of it. And then uh, you plug in your extension cords into each one of those cords, which is each one of your channels. And then, uh, then, then you'd be like me and you have about, you know, about 70 to 90 extension cords in your yard all over the place. Like a, like a, like a whole bunch of spiders. I don't know. I got tangled up. Spider. I don't know. Tangled up. A snake, giant whatever. octopus or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know, and you know, then they go out to the lights, and you plug in each, you know, strand to the proper channels, and uh, and that's that. And then you hit play. <laughs> so, do you think that this is something that, you know, you were talking about light Rama and about how your musical knowledge is definitely useful in Lightorama because you can see it even though it's not the same but you know what a box is a quarter note or whatever is it impossible for somebody who doesn't have a musical training to do this like can they still use Lightorama and and make their own Christmas lights even without the music degree yeah they can they can it's just probably a little bit more difficult for them um without the without the musical knowledge um I even think it's uh, it's probably even easier. It probably it's probably even easier for a percussionist to be quite honest. Um but uh but yeah, they they could. I mean as I said they have what's called a tap editor, so you know, if you're going along in this grid and you know and you want the lights to happen at a certain time, you can use the tap editor and click exactly where you want it to happen. Um but uh but as I said, I think the the beat editor is a little more organized and a little bit, little bit um, more accurate, usually. But uh, I've never really 
played with the tap editor that much. I've just always enjoyed using the beat editor because uh, it's almost like working, you know, almost like almost like working in a weird way, almost like working with Finale a little bit. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh yeah. I, I think I you know others can do it. I've seen you know I've seen others do it. But you can also tell when others don't have much of a sense of the beat in music, you know, cause you can see, you can see it in their light display that all their, all their lights are doing is just going back and forth and not really going to much of anything. You know, it still looks nice. You know, it's still aesthetically nice because it's Christmas lights and you know, they're, you know, they're just, they're moving around, you know, but, uh, but it's not really technically necessarily going right along with the song. So with that in mind, you know, you talked a lot about the beat um, and you're using that and like people, you know, maybe it doesn't go along. Being somebody that has a musical background, how do you consider melody when you're writing your programs? Obviously, you've got the beat part, but being a musician, melody is probably a consideration. So how do you how do you work melody in with the beat editor? (laughs) Well, I mean, there's not really a ton you can do with it. I mean, there's. You know, if you have certain elements that, uh, you know, that might go from, you know, low to the ground to high up, higher up in the air, if you want to do something with that. Like a pitch you know, representation? Mel- like, like pitch is low. So, the, like, the, if a pitch is low, it could stay low on the ground. If a pitch is high, it would go higher on a building or something like that. Yeah, you could absolutely do something like that if you want to. Um, you know, that's not that's not something that I've really messed around with a lot. You know, there's I know I think there's a couple instances where I've uh, played with that a little bit, um, but I, that's not something I necessarily focus on. But abs- you absolutely could do that. You know, if if you have the right elements in place. Gotcha. So, um, but uh, you know, it's uh, what what my next focus though is going to be playing around more with uh, colors. And, uh, you know, since I'm getting these RGB lights, I can do more with saying, okay, I just want, I just want everything to be blue right now, or I just want everything to be green right now, you know, and just playing around with the color aspect to give them a little more, maybe a little more, add a little more dramatics to my, uh, displays. (laughs) Right. That makes sense. So is your program sending out MIDI cues or something different from its output? Um, not necessarily MIDI cues. It's just, uh, it's just playing around with the hardware. You know, it's just once, once I hit play, actually, you know, it's it's automatic, really. It's, uh, you know, it's set up to play automatically at certain times. So, um, it's just, it's, it's more so the program that has the cues rather than the hardware outside. The hardware is just taking, you know, whatever programming I have in there, in the, you know, in there itself and just playing it. If that makes sense, it's hard to explain. Maybe you can show us too, uh, maybe put in the show notes, like a, even just a screenshot of what it looks like, you know, so That's that people possible, can yeah. get a, a visual of, of what the, what that piece of tech looks like, what that piece of software sure. looks like. Sure, sure, sure. This obviously takes a lot of time and work. And so you have turned it into 
Well, I believe you sell some of your stuff, right? You sell some of your songs and your light shows. I do. Yes, I do. I, uh, I, um, I sell some of my programming on eBay and, uh, you know, I'm looking at slowly, but surely I'm looking to, you know, to continue expanding that, uh, that little side, uh, hustle there, I guess you could call it. Um, you know, so, I mean, I'm not making a, you know, a bunch of money on it currently, but, uh, you know, and no, any of that money that I make, you know, it's, it's going right back into the hobby. So that's kind of nice. And, uh, you know, it's paying for, you know, helping pay for my new, new tree, RGB tree for next year. So <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that the hobby can monetize itself. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've even thought about, um, I don't know how I would do it right now, but I've even thought about, uh, teaching a, uh, a beginner's class on uh, this particular program, you know, for those that might be interested in learning how to do it, uh, you know, as another, as another, you know, side hustle there, you know, then charge X amount of dollars for the class or whatever. I think it's important to note or to highlight this experience because um, there's a lot of similarities in musicians. We, us three are very lucky that we can do music full time through education. But if you want to go into like the performance aspect of music, you have to, to hustle. And there's going to be times where you're not making any money or you're just doing it for the love of it. And if you keep grinding away at it, maybe you'll be able to start making some money at it. And so I think that's, um, that's a, the way forward without like devaluing yourself or trying to get rich quick. Uh, is to let whatever you're doing, you're passionate about, uh, kind of lead the way that you can monetize. For music, that is going to gigs and getting just gas money or making enough money to buy the next guitar. Uh, for you, it seems like it's the ability to buy the next strand of lights or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we'll put a link if to your to your eBay store or whatever in the show notes if people want to check it out because what you're saying that there's a happy medium right between me who doesn't want to put any lights up to you who programs there can be a medium that people can just buy the the stuff and buy a show by you right and just put it up and like half the work is done for them right right absolutely you know it's not necessarily specifically programmed to their house no, specifically, you know, it was programmed for my house, but you can still, you know, you can look at the elements and, you know, you can make it, uh, you can make it fit, you know, your house, you know, and, 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 and you know, and, and in your own way, um, you know, eventually also I've been thinking about, uh, you know, doing custom shows, charging, you know, doing, doing custom shows and charging people for those as well, but customizing them to their house specifically. And, uh, you know, doing that, but, uh, you know, as I said, little by little here, you know, and, you know, get, get, get this eBay get my eBay thing, you know, nice and solid. And then maybe, you know, start going into this custom thing and maybe doing, uh, beginners classes and whatnot, especially once I'm, uh, once I'm even more, uh, comfortable with these RGB lights and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of an expert on those than I can teach people you know, how to do both styles, both the uh, regular style Christmas lights and, uh, 
the RGB. Yeah, that's cool. So we are just now out of the Christmas season, roughly. You know, for some people, their lights are still up. I'm not one of those people, thankfully. You know, I have I have taken my stuff down. <laughs> what does like the yearly cycle look like for you in terms of um, getting the lights up, bringing the lights down, and then like the rest of the year, you're obviously planning some of this stuff, right? So what's that look like on like an annual level? Well, it's actually going to change up a little bit this year. Uh, you know, fancy you're asking that. Um, this, uh, I mean, I'm going to, but I'm going to start programming as soon as, uh, what Lightorama is the, uh, the, uh, company, as soon as they have their spring sale and I buy my new, uh, tree, I'm going to start programming. You know, I already have, uh, you know, a song, um, you know, in mind to start programming. So I'm going to start programming probably roughly in the next two months or so, I know a month and a half or two months, roughly. And then, uh, then, you know, I'll be programming off and on. I don't, I don't program like, you know, the whole show in like one day, you know, that'll be, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit daunting, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I'll program for an hour or or two here and there. And, uh, usually I'll have everything pretty much programmed by about August. But I'm planning on programming a Halloween song this year too, and uh, so then I'm that means I'm going to start putting up these lights probably in September, uh, later September when it's warmer, and uh, so then I'll have uh, you know some warmer weather to put these lights up during instead of waiting until it's uh, cold or you know fairly cold. <laughs> right. And um, so nice at least way to I'll get be out able of the to, cold too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, so then I'll, the only time I'll have to be messing around with lights outside when it's cold is when I'm taking the taking the lights down. But uh, you know, I'll keep them up through Halloween and uh, this year. And I'll you know, of course, I'll keep them up through Christmas. They'll probably be off though between November first and um, the first Sunday in Thanksgiving other than for doing some tests for the Christmas show, probably. And then, uh, and then you know, the, for that first Sunday after Thanksgiving is when uh, I'll do my debut of the Christmas show. And, uh, you know, then it'll be on until probably about the uh, first weekend of January. And, uh, and then they'll start coming down and everything. So, and then we'll rinse and repeat. <laughs> I think you should do a Thanksgiving one that does the Thanksgiving song that Adam Sandler sang on Saturday Night Live. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I, I love I, that. Would be I I request this. And, uh, go ahead, put that on your list too. Right, right, right. I know. Right, right. I'm just looking out for you, Phil. I'm trying to find you ways to be be using your lights in November. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Lots I, of, lots of orange, a... orange light, maybe, maybe some reds in there too. <laughs> right, right, right. I'll, you know, I'll just start doing a Fourth of July show oh, as yeah, well, totes. and uh, you know, and grand and old Christmas flag, and, baby, do it. That's right. That's right. And cr- Christmas in July, and you know, and. Uh, What's in August? I can't think of what's in August. Nothing. There's nothing in there's August. There's nothing in August. <laughs> Preseason football. That's it. Isn't, and I don't think there's a national, song for that. <laughs> is, is National Pie Day in August or something like that? Or P, 
pepperoni pizza day or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have my national day calendar in front of me currently. Uh, <laughs> I don't think August, I, August doesn't have any, uh, anything that my birthday's in August. So the only thing I know, there's nothing like, I'm always like, there's gotta be a holiday or something. There's not. There's just never. Well, we go back to well, school. We'll, we'll, Maybe you could do a back to school tribute. Do, do the Adam Sandler back to school song. There you go. <laughs> there it is. We'll play it at our PD. So That's right. uh, you heard That's it here right. first, folks. Phil is going to make a light experience for our professional development at the beginning of the year. That's, no pressure That's now. Right. I just right. called you on it. No, I'm just teasing. That's right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> So if you have struck a nerve with somebody in this, like uh, in the way that, like, hey, this sounds interesting. I want to learn more how to do this. What is your recommendation for somebody who's interested in getting started in just the basics? You know, like young Padawan comes to you and says, Mr. Phil, you're not a doctor yet, and I'm going to grow with you. <laughs> Teach me how to do lights. Where do you start them at? Um, I know I would say, you know, watching, watching videos on YouTube for sure. And just to see, you know, what type of effects that you can do and everything. And, uh, you know, once you watch some videos and maybe read some forums and, you know, read about how to's and whatnot, just, you know, get the, you know, you can actually download the program itself for free. You know, you just, you know, you need a license to be able to save things and all that type of stuff. Um, but, uh, you just start playing with it and seeing what you can do and, uh, you know, just, just mess with it. You gotta, you just gotta, it gets a hands-on thing. You just gotta, you just gotta kind of dive into it and play around with it. And, you know, there are, there are, you know, a few people out there that every now and then teach, uh, some how-to sessions on how to do certain things. Um, but I mean, there's not a lot, but there's a, there's a few out there you know that's kind of why i was thinking oh maybe maybe in the future maybe i'll you know offer some sessions on you know teaching people on how to start in something you know this crazy hobby but um but uh but yeah yeah i mean you just got to kind of dive in and you know take the bull by the horns and go for it (laughs) all right well Mr. Phil, thank you for joining us today and telling us about lights in February now that we finally got some snow in our lives. And, <laughs> Might be the only uh, snow at this point. Right. It's melting right now in our cul-de-sac. I'm looking out right now. It's already melting. <laughs> if you have any questions for Mr. Payne, you can uh, reach out to us at uh, our facebook or not our facebook page but our twitter which is at ohva music you can go to ohvamusic.com which will redirect you to our our podcast website where you can leave comments you can uh, leave uh, voice notes you can download the app anchor.fm and interact with with us there also you can find me mr england at jeremy p england on twitter all of our contact information is in our classrooms if you are a student and with that uh Go learn some programming and learn how to make lights dance. See you all later. Have a good day. Bye. See ya.